Hey friends, and welcome to Bison Abroad with Becca. In this podcast, you'll be able to hear stories from North Dakota State University students who are currently around the world studying. I am so excited to have you join me as you listen to these students share the highs and lows to studying abroad and all the crazy adventures that go along with it. With me today is Dan Justison, who is a marketing major here at NDSU, but is currently in Wellington, New Zealand. Stay tuned as we hear about his travels from across New Zealand, his visit to Fiji, as well as his music endeavors while abroad. Hey, is this Dan? Yes, this is. Awesome. I'm so excited to have you on. Hi. How is your day been? It's been really good. How is yours? Is this Becca? Yes, this is Becca. Oh, hi. Sorry. I had like, I was connected to my Bluetooth headphones and then I didn't realize that I was. So, but yeah, I just got done with class um, and I just made it back to my dorm in perfect timing and just got your email and yeah, everything's really good. It's 11 o'clock here, so it's still quite early in the day. Um, yeah, things are good. Okay. And so since you're already kind of talking about like what a typical day would look like for you, do you want to elaborate more on that? Uh, you just got done with class. What time do you typically have to wake up? And like, yeah, just like what a general day would look like for you. Um. Okay. Well, a general day, it's pretty similar to kind of a day at NDSU in school. Um, just like kind of similar scheduling with terms of like going to class and then eating, um, living a basic lifestyle, getting enough sleep. But other than that, just kind of doing different things in the city. Um, I live like right in the heart of Wellington, which is like really cool. It's like a very vibrant city. There's tons to do. Um, there's like a mountain right next to me that like you can go hike up. It's called Mount Victoria. So uh, some days I'll hike up that. Um, make sure I just go to class. But other than that, when I'm not at class, I do. It seems like there's more openness in kind of my scheduling, uh, which is kind of nice. I, I didn't really get to pick my schedule, but I'm not as in class as much during the day as a, as much as I would be at NDSU. I think they focus more on kind of studying on your own time, which is, which is nice. Um, so yeah, just like the credits are a little bit different here. You're only really supposed to take four classes, but those four classes you're supposed to spend more time studying on the outside. But I haven't really been, to be honest. <laughs> I've been yeah. kind of more just doing my own thing in the city. There's just so much to see and do. And then um, and then on weekends, uh, I kind of, I've met a lot of other international students. So we either go out into town or we kind of plan trips around the country to go do stuff. So weekends are kind of a free for all and not really super set down on what I'm going to do. But uh, yeah, just kind of doing things on for any kind of experience possible. Yeah, absolutely. And so to back up a little bit, um, you're you are a marketing major, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm a marketing major and then like a background with sales and a little bit of entrepreneurship. 
But then coming here, um, business school only takes like three classes, but I actually only found two classes to transfer over. So I took two marketing courses that transfer back. And then I also, uh, last year I started DJing and I bought a DJ board and I got big into music production and all that jazz. So while I'm here, they have a really good music school. Um, it's a very, the culture here is just very artistic and um, they really support local music artists and local design artists. So it would, there's like art schools are just spectacular here. So I definitely, I took two art, cl- two music classes. Um, and those are awesome. I get like free studio time. They have amazing like computer labs with a whole bunch of like production, music production, uh, keyboards they have drum sets uh just really cool things so that's probably the coolest difference that i'm experience here experiencing here and just kind of a little different of a culture and yeah i i really love kind of the classes that i'm taking yeah wow that's super cool um so how would you compare like the music there in the states or what would you define as new zealand music exactly um so New Zealand music is not that different because they all speak English um what I see is that there's a lot more support for like kind of local artists and like not not you know big names not super you know Ariana Grande and uh Katy Perry and like all those like big names it's more about kind of like the local artists here and well, going out into town on a Friday, Saturday night, you'll hear kind of the main hits and stuff. But a lot of places also have like local artists performing. So um, there's a ton of artists that I've just never heard of playing all the time here. They have huge music festivals like every other weekend, um, which is really cool to see. It's just they it seems to be that they have like so many people that pursue music here and they want to support all of them instead of in the United States. It seems like we have like a lot of big names, but it might be hard to get up to that level of the music industry. Um, so it's a really cool difference to see and kind of um, it's just nice to see a lot of like local young artists get a really good chance and getting a show to is really easy here to just showcase their talents which is really awesome yeah absolutely and have you been able to go to some of those music festivals then so far um so i've been out to a lot of like bars downtown um they have they're called pubs they mostly call them pubs here so whenever i say bars people don't really necessarily know what i'm talking about but uh, yeah, they have like different people performing at night. There's like flyers everywhere along the streets. If you just like walk along the street, you'll find like 10 to 15 flyers of different um, artists performing. Like if there's a couple DJs at a bar, special DJs, um, you'll see that. Uh, I went to like right away there was like a freshman not a freshman but just like a dorm toga party and i i'm in the dorm so i i gave it a shot and then they had like different djs um then they also have had like events where they have local artists just inside the school and the school is not even that big it's like under four thousand students between three thousand and four thousand students but they had like 
five local bands and artists from the school like perform and like it's just really cool how much they want to showcase all the people that are so talented here because I've met so many people that are amazing at piano amazing at drums uh guitar just a lot of different kind of skill sets are here which is just really cool to see yeah I didn't realize they're so musical that's really awesome would you say besides music what are some of like the bigger themes necessarily that you've caught on from New Zealand like either like related to business or agriculture or like what kind of vibes are you getting from um, I guess there's just so much. Um, it's really, I mean, I think it kind of depends on where you go in New Zealand, too. I think I picked a pretty, I want to say Americanized city. I mean, they are totally different in their own way. But um, if you're coming here, from America, it's not like a huge, huge culture shock, like maybe going to different places in Europe would, because they really stick to their culture. But here they do have like their native culture and they like to insert that. Um, But they're not like, they really love American culture too. Uh, Like I was saying, they love their local bands, but when you go out, they still play like the pop hits and all the really natural, like just American music that you would hear at, in right downtown Fargo at like the OB or something. So in that fashion, it's very similar. Um, but in like food, it's pretty similar. They have Burger King, they have McDonald's. They are missing kind of some chains, but uh, one thing is that they are pretty close to a lot of Asian countries, so they do have a lot of Asian food here, which is cool. I really dig that, and they have a ton of sushi, which I love sushi. Ooh, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's like you, there's a street called Cuba Street here, and it's the like hub for food. It's like kind of like four or five blocks long, and there are like over a hundred restaurants on it. It's wonderful. Uh, just like so many different places to eat and it's a block away from me like the block Cuba Street starts like a block away from me so anytime I want to go get food I have so many options right next to me so it's wonderful Um, but the biggest difference I would be I guess people are just more hmm I think about this I people really do like to travel here but it's harder to travel kind of to far countries. I mean, like Australia and like Fiji are kind of close, but still not. It's New Zealand's kind of a very isolated area, but they do love to travel around their country um, just because there's so many really cool sites to see. Uh, I like, I live right on like the harbor and the water is beautiful, but then like I look behind me and then there's tons of mountains that I can go hike it's kind oh, of wow. Yeah, it's beautiful. I, anytime I can go see a really cool view experience, do something just like crazy that I really wouldn't be able to do anywhere near Fargo. Um, mm-hmm. Recently, I went this past weekend, we had like 15 of us. Uh, we were all internet. Actually, there was a couple of people from New Zealand, but most of us were international students. And we went 
to Mount, it's called the Tongarero Crossing. And along that crossing, it's an 11 mile hike and you go up like, it's, it was like you go a mile up and then in the air, cause like you just were rising up elevation up going up a mountain. Yeah. And the mountain was actually called Mount Doom from Lord of the Rings, if you've ever heard of that. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I saw that mountain. I didn't hike up that one specifically because that one's not for hiking, but like we were on the mountain next to it taking tons of really cool pictures. Beautiful lakes. Yeah. So yeah, there's just like really cool national parks and stuff um, not that far away. Because I feel like kind of in Fargo and just in the United States in general, um, it's such a big country that you have to drive kind of quite far to get to a really cool national park or place. But here it's just like on a couple hour trip to go see just a beautiful national park or go kayaking on like a massive, beautiful natural water lake. Uh, that was the thing we did on Sunday. The next day after the Tongarero crossing was we uh, kayaked for like 10 kilometers on take, uh, Lake Tapo. And this is like one of the biggest natural water. I think it's like the biggest natural water lake in New Zealand. And you could just like put your water bottle in the water and just drink straight from the lake. It was really cool. Uh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, those are just a couple of things that I just did this past weekend um, that are just, I wouldn't really have that opportunity back home, I guess. Right. Right. So you've been saying how like you've been able to travel quite a bit, at least around New Zealand. What is the transportation like in doing that? Do you get a drive? You take like buses or trains or what does that look like for you? Um, yeah. So, well, Wellington in general, it's very, um, just walking friendly everything's so close in Wellington so I rarely have to like worry about that because I can like the walk to campus isn't bad walking to the harbor is like a 10 minute walk and then walking to the beach is 15 minutes um sometimes I'll take an uber so they have like uber and different car apps here they don't have lyft but um yeah, so they have drivers readily available if you ever need a ride, if you're too wasted or something to walk home. But I usually order Ubers when I go get groceries. And then it's kind of a struggle because I'm used to just loading up every time I go get groceries because I'm used to going to Sam's Club or Costco and just getting bulk quantities of whatever I'm buying. So I like to buy a lot of stuff while I'm going out. But it's kind of hard to when I'm walking at least like 10 minutes. So I usually just take an Uber back and that's like five, six bucks. So really transportation isn't too bad around the city, um, mostly walking everywhere. And then when I want to go to other places in New Zealand, um, I mean, I personally like to rent a car and that's you're legal to do that around like 20 or 21 years old here. So okay. Yeah, so we rented a car between five of us for three days, basically, from Friday to Monday morning, and I think I paid, like, splitting it five ways, it was like 30 bucks. Dang, that's great. Yeah, so really not bad at all. Um, yeah, so that worked out, um, but 
if I'm t- like if I'm going to a big city and then I'm not going to be really traveling apart from that, like I could probably take a bus ride up to Auckland for not a huge hefty price. But um, also I'm in Wellington, which is like the south. It's the North Island, but it's the southern tip of the North Island. So I can take ferries to the South Island for like 60 bucks round trip, which is like really easy. Otherwise, I'd have to pay for like an expensive flight, which is nice. And then I can just rent a car there or take a bus there. Um, I haven't really totally looked into busing, but it's it doesn't look too expensive. Um, but if I'm usually taking like if I'm usually making the effort to go pretty far, I kind of like, there's just so much to see that I don't want to go on a bus trip and just go to one location. I kind of like to just, I'm a very free person. If I see something I want to do, I'm just going to stop there and do it. I don't want to like, I don't, I'm not really into the strict scheduling. I very much like just the openness of being able to do whatever I want. If I see something cool, a cool spot to take pictures, I like to stop and do that. So renting a car is kind of my preference. And if I can find people to rent a car with me, it's really, it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. So you're talking about like renting and what is the currency there? like? Um, so yeah, they have New Zealand dollars. Uh, so I have to like get all my New Zealand money from like an ATM or something, which isn't too bad. It's just like a $3 fee. So whenever I go to the ATM, I try to take out a lot of money because I know I'm going to be here for five months. So I'm not going to take out 50 bucks every time or a hundred bucks. So I take out like several hundred dollars just so I don't have to do it all the time and always get charged. It's just $3 fee. Um, And their currency is like our currency it's like 0.7 of ours. So ours is worth a dollar. Theirs is like 0.7. So, yeah. So it's, things are like, look more expensive. But if you usually um, just like translate or like calculate how much it would actually cost in American dollars, it's not too bad. But right. You, the one the one thing that kind of ticks me off is that there's no more like dollar menu at anywhere I go. <laughs> You're not going to find that here. Um, the McDonald's has, like, the cheapest item is, like, four fifty, And I'm, like, I, it really, I don't even like going to McDonald's anymore because the dollar menu is basically all I ordered from. But other than that, uh, like, the money's not too bad. Um, if you're trying to order, like, really big items and that takes, like, an import cost, then that can get really expensive because I looked into buying music gear and buying a DJ board and buying a DJ board back home was like one of the ones I wanted was like 250 but if I got it here it would probably be around almost $400 oh wow with, yeah just with like sending it here and then taxing it as it's kind of like import tax too so yeah it's not cheap to buy kind of like bigger goods but uh, my groceries are pretty regularly priced because they, you know, they grow a lot of stuff here. They have, like, most animals here for like, produce and, like, meats. So, yeah, that's not too bad. Um, yeah, it's not too much more expensive, but definitely once in a while. Like, I got a haircut and it was, like, $40. And, like, that was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, usually I get a men's haircut for, like, 15 bucks. Yeah. 
so yeah i mean there's just some things that you definitely have to budget a lot of money to go abroad but it's totally worth it yeah so have you traveled much um before coming to new zealand and like how did you decide new zealand was the one to go um yeah so I took a study abroad trip with my high school. Um, I did that. So I actually graduated. It was like our whole senior class. They're like, there was like 20 of us in this class and we were all like, we want to go too. So uh, they were like, all right, well, you can graduate and still like take part in this program in the summer. So we took part in a Guatemala program, which was like, it was 10 days in Guatemala and like four days in Belize uh so that was super fun so we went to Guatemala um we traveled all around did some really cool things like we hiked up a volcano um yeah it was so cool and we also like studied while we were there and I just like had so much fun the entire time and that really just motivated me to like 10 days was like really fun for that country in particular but um I definitely could have done more and somewhere else that maybe I even felt more like safe. I could have stayed like a lifetime. And I think that's part of the reason why I chose like Wellington and New Zealand is that it's just such a safe place. Um, It's really not that different either. Um, I love to travel and, but sometimes I just, I get tired. I miss home a lot. But here, I I really haven't missed home at all just because I still have some senses of home. Like, the main thing that I'm missing is just, like, the people. Like, my mom, my my sister, um, like, my friends back at NDSU. That's the only thing I'm missing. But, like, all the basic necessities, um, like, everything is basically, at least, if it's not the same, it's very similar to what we have back home. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, like there's just like minor differences. Um, like their toilets are a tiny bit different, but it's not, nothing that can uh, like affect you. They don't have like <laughs> handles to flush. They have instead have like a button that you oh. like, push down. Yeah, it's it's just a little weird. Um, but yeah, that like little two week trip just like really motivated me to want to travel more because when I was able to just learn abroad, I felt like I learned so much more about like myself and really what things that I look for when I'm like, especially looking for a place to live permanently after school. Um, It's just good to get experience somewhere and like sometimes doing like a one or two week trip somewhere, you really don't get the full feel. Like if I go to LA for a week or two I'll like maybe I'll love it but if I actually moved there I wouldn't I'd end up hating it because I would hate the traffic too many people um like etc but like living somewhere for five months I felt I would really get a good feel of how much I would really enjoy living in kind of like a bigger city and so far I really really like it. it's not like a massive city but it's it's I think it's like 400,000 so it's, okay. a, it's it's decent sized and it's yeah. pretty compact. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like really tall buildings too, which I, that's not really a Fargo thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so that really motivated me to come here. And so far, I've been loving it. And also, I kind of, I wanted to travel even more. Like, I didn't want to just come to New Zealand. So on my way here, it wasn't too expensive. It was like a couple extra hundred bucks, but like totally worth it to, I stopped in Fiji for five days. (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. Can't tell you enough how amazing that place is. Uh, Yeah, it was so cool to just see. I mean, I've seen kind of like some just like like Latino cultures. I've like been to Guatemala, Mexico. Um, I've driven through, I think, I can't even remember. But uh, I like going around those places. I saw like a totally different like island culture in Fiji and um, it was just so cool to see something different. They're so relaxed. Um, there's no Wi-Fi anywhere. I would go endlessly to like every restaurant and be like, hey, do you guys have Wi-Fi? They're like, no. I don't know. It was just so such a struggle, but like it really just got me out of my comfort zone. I was like, all right, well, I don't need my phone for five days. So like I didn't even look at my phone. I like just texted my mom when I could. Uh, just to tell her that I was alive. And I was there, basically. <laughs> right. um, but other than that, it was just like a blast. So cool. So many awesome things to see. And like kind of going to countries like that. Um, our dollar was worth twice as much as theirs. But like a lot of the things were like very similar price. So I got things basically 50% off. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So the American dollar is worth quite a lot in a lot of different countries, which is a good reason to travel sometimes to a different country instead of traveling from state to state even though it might be more of an expensive like flight kind of just like the things that you are capable of doing abroad might be just you might have more opportunity and save some money while you're at it to do some really awesome things so in Fiji I went to like such a beautiful clear water beach. Like I, I went out, I swam out like more it was like 10 feet deep and I could still see the sand at the bottom. Like so clear. Oh, and then, yeah. And then I went um, to a waterfall, like jumped from like midway off the waterfall into it, like into the water ah. below. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else did I do? Yeah, Fiji was super cool. And then I just like, I hiked up a mountain in Fiji um took some amazing pictures just could see for like so far you could kind of see like the villages they have it's very like a very third world country in Fiji but they'll have like some very like resorty areas but I wasn't gonna pay hundreds of dollars to stay at a resort so I stayed at like backpacker places for like seven bucks a night I stayed with a host for it was 10 bucks a night and she would make me breakfast and dinner it was like dirt cheap so I basically lived in like a shack for three days (laughs) their housing situation is like if it would not be most of their houses and places that they live there probably in every state it wouldn't be like a legal living space they just don't really have like the standard we have very strict standards of living and they don't really mind living in kind of poor houses and stuff like that because they just enjoy like being outside and being with the 
presence of other people. They just really are happy people, which is kind of weird to see because it seems like we are so unhappy back home, but we have all the world. Like we have cell phones, we have air conditioning, we have electricity, constant water pressure, um, just like all these basic things that we take for granted, these people don't have. And um, I lived without like AC, like for a whole day, all the electricity turned off in the house. And she was like, yeah, it happens a couple of times a week. And I was like, oh my God, like if that happened in the United States, if we just like lost power for an entire day, like all hell would break loose. <laughs> um, so the things are just so lax there and, but they're still so happy. Which wow. is, yeah. Which is like really, it, it kind of concerns me for back home, but it really like livened me up. And I just had such an amazing time when I was there because just everyone was so happy around me. And I was like, wow, you guys are missing out on so much, but they didn't care. They just like, they enjoyed their lives. Cause I don't think they were, uh, I don't know, <laughs> social media and stuff like that just creates a, just a hard like life that they people always strive to be like a celebrity and live the life of a celebrity but then none of them like see that so I think they just think their lives in their eyes is the best thing possible and they're not like always conflicted with wanting to be like someone else so I think that's why they're all so happy and that trip was so worth it so if you ever have the chance to go to Fiji I'd recommend but New Zealand's pretty awesome too so <laughs> okay well yeah it definitely I know for me and my experience about it definitely made me be more grateful for the things that I had once I came back home um, for sure so we're kind of running out of time but I want to ask you this one last question uh how would you describe your experience so far in three words Hmm. kind of a tough one <laughs> uh, that's so hard I keep thinking of like five words like... oh that, that's fine too <laughs> <laughs> um, mine would just be like I would do it all over again oh cool well if I had the same opportunity um, to do like study abroad I would totally come here and just I would not have anything holding me back from doing this all over again because it was amazing. And I'm so glad I'm still here for another couple months. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for like letting me hear about your experiences in New Zealand and Fiji. And uh, it sounds super awesome. And yeah, I just wish you, I hope you have the, a great rest of your time there. Thank you. I appreciate that so yeah. much well yeah i will talk to you later and i can let you know um when we post this podcast as well all right Thank thanks you so much again. yep bye 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 Hey friends, thank you all for joining us today. If you want to hear more stories about studying abroad, stay tuned. 
Also, if you're interested in studying abroad yourself, check out our website at NDSU Study Abroad or stop by and see us. We are located in the Memorial Union 116 at North Dakota State University. Through our NDSU office, we can send out students to 73 different countries and we have over a thousand programs to choose from. With that being said, we should be able to find a program that is perfect for you. So stop by. We hope to see you soon.